Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and I had my biggest win of the year last night. Ooh, look at you. And I am the Champ, and we're going to have to finish this Sunday night podcast quickly because it's close to my bedtime. <laughs> Big baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's dark outside. We've never done a podcast when it's dark out. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, that's right? all right. You, you're, you can adapt. You'll be fine. All right, all right. You keep springing these uh, these different times on me. What do you, what do you have to do tomorrow that uh, had to supersede the podcast? Uh, we have some people out on vacation. Somebody's out on emergency leave, so I told them I would fill in. But I'm getting Friday off. Wait, wait, whoa! You volunteered for it? Uh, it's, I'm a team player, you know. Oh, okay, all right. But I, I'm taking Friday though. Like I got, <laughs> I'm not giving away, right? All right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. All right. What's uh, what's this big game that you were talking about? I, I said the biggest win of the year. I beat Christy. Oh, biggest win! I beat Christy in Scrabble last night. Come on. She kills me all the time, man. Sometimes I think no, she actually I, she actually just lets me get close and then destroys me at the end. I, I think she's just dogging it. She, you know, she has to let you know have to kind of toy with you, do a little rope a dope on you. Yeah, it's it's so bad. Like if I'm not sure if something's a word or I I don't know how to spell it. I don't know if you're aware, but I'm a pretty bad speller. Um, she'll say, "Go ahead, you can look it up on the phone." <laughs> and then she still beats me. <laughs> but that's I guess that's good when you marry up, academic. <laughs> Once again, punching above your weight class. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, so we we have a couple guests on, and I don't want to. I don't want to keep you up. Um, you, I don't. You know, you don't need to drink the warm milk yet. Uh, so we have two <laughs> guests. We have Tom and Bill. Uh, Tom Freeze, owner of the Bearcats. You're on with us right now. Yes, I am here. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing just fine. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the the season. Now we're coming to a close. Uh, let's talk about what went right, what went wrong. Give me your thoughts on that. Well, I could tell you that if I had any ability to um, acquire pitchers, that I'd be winning this thing mm. <laughs> because obviously I have the best offensive team in the league, but my pitching is just simply atrocious. Uh, starting pitching, let's be specific, starting pitching. Okay. Uh, is, um, it, is it it's caused at the draft or caught, like you just kept swinging and missing at fab and stuff? Well, you know what? Um, well, draft, obviously, I failed. Um, but Fab, I didn't do anything. Um, I could never pull the trigger on. And maybe there was no triggers to pull. I, I don't even know that uh, on, a, on something that would help me. Pulled the and trigger maybe on, it was just, you pulled the trigger on taken, Taylor Rogers. <laughs> what's pulled, that? I said you pulled the trigger on Taylor Rogers. <laughs> you got that guy. Well, yeah, but that's a relief pitcher. Yeah, you were talking about starting. All right, good enough. Pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relief pitchers for me are easy to, to pick. Um, starting pitchers, I, I obviously I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, I took chances, and uh, those chances did not pan out. And uh, the, the ones that were bad were so bad that they just drug me down. Yeah, I'm, okay, so you have 18 pitching points. Um, it, it's really just me and the and the Rebs down there with you. I guess the Bulls are right there. Um, and as I'm looking at the pitching, 
and I have a bad ERA, but somehow your ERA is actually worse. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how that. Yeah, <laughs> I was ahead of you there for a while. Yeah, yeah. I plan on, I plan on getting by you, by the way, this week. Well, I'm going to take all my pitchers out if that's possible, and then, so I I can't go down. Um, and I'm going all in. So okay, all right. And then uh, uh, the the other thing that, that caught my eye is the uh, 59 wins, and I guess that goes with the with the starting pitcher, but I'm, I'm one ahead of you. Are you, are you calling it tonight that you're going to pass me an ERA and wins in the next? I'm going all in. I got, uh, I have, um, probably 14 starts this week. That could, that could be a big hit in the ERA too. Could be a huge hit in the ERA. Yeah. Not sure if we lost him, Jay. Innings do actually win these days. All right. Um, so the, so the question was, do I, do I stick with the relievers and they luck out into a win, or do I go with starters and try to get strikeouts and maybe eke out a couple of wins? That was my, that's my strategy. Okay. All right. Yeah, because sometimes those guys run into wins, those middle relievers. Uh, let, let's, yeah. let's talk about early strategy for 23. you have a framework of what, he wanted, what you want to do? I have a lot of potential retainees. That I'm going to work with. They are, uh, I'm going to say, probably mostly offensive. Not offensive, offense. Um, and then I have a couple, uh, believe it or not, pitchers that I, I have an ability to retain uh, that I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm going to run into a, a limit about how many I can keep. But I think I have a nice base with cheap. And and I said this before, it pays to follow the end of the year, even though you're not in it, Mm -hmm. to see who's playing, who's not playing, who's playing well, who's not playing well, and and carry that forward into uh, the next year. So that's what I'm doing. All right, Uh, I just had two, you know, two thoughts of guys that I that I I like watching. I think this might have been Eduardo Escobar's last year. I, I, I just don't think he has the bat speed anymore. I don't know if you've watched him play. I'm sure you've followed him, but I've seen him a couple times, and I'm, I'm just I'm, I think he's at the end of the road. Have you noticed, though, that since he's come off the DL, he's actually hitting? <laughs> so, yeah. And he's hitting? And I think he was coming off some rest, and that's, that's what I think. You think that's what it is? Okay. Yeah, he's getting a little long in the tooth. And uh, I actually. When he when he went down, I did, wasn't even playing him. So okay, yeah. And since he came back, I've been playing him, and he's been hitting. And then the other guy, uh, and uh, you know, Bill could comment when he comes on is Brandon Nimmo at, with 94 runs. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty good. He really doesn't do anything else, but the 94 runs is 94 runs. Yeah, I, yeah, 94 runs and and refuses to steal a base, which was very disappointing. Um, but he also has been playing better. Um, uh, that's not someone I would uh, want to retain. I don't even know what I paid for him, but that's not someone I would want to retain. Yeah. All right. You said not want to retain. Is that what you said? Not. Yeah. Not run. Yeah. yeah. Not want to retain. Yeah. yeah. I think you might have had his best year in baseball. I, I'd be afraid to pay 150 for the guy. You paid 120 All right. Jamie, what do you got? Yeah, hey, Tom, um, just wanted to, I was looking back over your um, Bush League season, and um, for some reason in my mind, 
I thought that you had started out really bad and had come on um, during this season. But I kind of noticed that April, May, June standings, you were always kind of mired in the middle. Is, is that true? Yes. Okay. And, and, and how does that affect things? Because that, I mean, that's kind of like the, the, the purgatory of, of the Bush League, right? You, you, sometimes you can't make moves. You don't know what moves to make because you think your team might be better. It's not that far out in terms of trades. How did that impact you this year? Well, for me this year, it was, you know, reality is there. I knew I did not have the pitching, and I did not have the hitting at the time. I worked on the hitting, and I got it really, really, really good. And I, I think I got mocked a little bit for that trade I made with the dudes. But for me, it was a good trade, um, even though, like, Castellanos didn't really work out that well, but I got some good um, – I got roster space, which was helped me because I could use those two extra roster spaces to take chances on guys early, and that worked out for me. So I could pull guys in who actually played or were going to play in the next couple of weeks. So that helped. Um, well, you know, reality is I was not going to win, and I knew that probably by May. Um, unless a miracle happened with my pitching, but I, I like the game. I like to I like to chase, and I was going to keep doing it until, till I mean I made picks this week too. So let's talk about that trade for a second because I had that on the list. Um, basically, you've given up uh, Kyle Schwarber and Kenley Jansen, and you got back Grichik, Castellanos, Kyle Freeland, and Brett um, Beatty. I think it's pronounced. Yeah. And, and I, I looked when I actually did the research, um, you actually did, you, you know, you, you got a good part. I think you got 21 homers out of, out of Schwarber. Um, Castellanos, as you mentioned, got um, went on the IL. But but Gritchick filled in nicely um, from that offensive spot that Schwarber vacated. Yeah, I kind of watched. I mean, I, I did maybe that's maybe quantity for quality, maybe, let's say it. Um, I got two outfitters that played every day for one, uh, and I and they cost me a relief pitcher that I didn't need. Um, and I watched, I kind of followed the stats for a while to see w- whether those two did better than the one, and they did on and off. And Schwarber, I mean, he, he, he kind of tailed off a little, and I kind of figured he would. Now I haven't gone back and looked at the stats, see how many home run home runs I gained or lost. But uh, as it turned out, I didn't really need the home runs. Um, but I had guys that played every day, and that, to me, that's very important. I, you need guys that play every day, even if they get one run and they get one RBI. That's one more than I didn't have. Are, are you able to retain Beatty or not? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. There's the foundation. Um, and then the last thing I think I have here uh, in terms of Bush League is you had talked about your pitching. And um, I, I noticed that your top three, as rated by CBS Sports, um, pitching were, were relievers. And so the top starting pitcher was Blake Snell, which was kind of hard to manage, quickly followed by Eric Lauer. Um, it, anything you would do different in terms of pitching or, or how you plan to attack that next year? Uh, like I always do, I probably will overcompensate and I'll pay for the uh, 
somewhat known qualities. Um, yeah, watch me next year, and I'll write this down. Watch me next year and see what I do in the draft. You'll probably see that I will get some big-name starting pitchers right off the bat, and then I'll right. suffer with what I need to do. All right, four hours for Sandy Alcantara. That'll be awesome. All right, yeah, there we question. go. That's probably it, yeah. <laughs> my, last question, my last question for you. The Phillies make the playoffs. My hesitation means I don't like their chances. Um, Ooh. They do it every year. They tank, so. Ooh, okay. All right. I'm, ex- hey. I'm expecting another tank. All right. Hey, Tom. Um, we- go ahead. Tell me a week. We'll know. we'll know. We'll know next week. Yeah, we will. We will. Hey, Tom, thanks for coming on. Roger, is there anything else that you wanted to uh, talk about? No, I'm good. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate uh, taking out the yeah. time. Hey, 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 Tom, I'll see you uh, uh, in NOLA on Friday. All righty. Sounds good. Looking forward to we can drown our troubles. Yeah. May I hang <laughs> on? Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut, but I want to hang on. All right. All right, Bill, you still with us? I'm here, Roger. All right, awesome. Uh, so I appreciate you, you switching to Sunday night. I know um, you're getting older and, and you need your rest to slog your 14 hours a week. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is a great word. I've used it twice since I've read your text in a sentence. Yeah, but can you spell it in Scrabble? Uh I don't know if slogging is a Scrabble word, but Christy will let me look it up on the phone, but I, I have it in my queue. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's let's talk about your team here. I, I'll start with the same ones. What went right? What went wrong? Yeah, so before I do that, of course, I, I just so I listen to Tom. I, I am going to commend Tom and you guys. Like, the way we're doing this, like, we are managing this thing down to the end, right? I mean, I'm not sure if Tom can impact the race, and I think he's got fourth place locked up, but the fact that he's trying to get every point out of his team that he can, I think that's exactly how this, this league is supposed to work. So kudos for Tom doing that. And uh, I hope he doesn't do well, because I'd like to see if I could get hot for like eight days and maybe sneak up to fifth or fourth place. Um, having said that, um, what went wrong is that I had one of my typical drafts where I do the high risk, high reward, um, I'm always gun shy going after uh, offensive players and spending a lot of money. And I'm always bidding towards the end with somebody and I drop out. Um, And it was clear that my team was really bad from the offensive side. I thought my pitching was good, um, but my offense was really bad. And yet um, somewhere towards June and early July, it started coming together. I think I was in fourth place. I had maybe in the low 60s. And I thought I was going to get to acquire Juan Soto and uh, Wilson Contreras, right, with Jacob DeGrom coming off the IL in, in, in July. I'm like, well, let's see where this goes. And, of course, I mean, you guys did a whole podcast on, on that trade and some trades like that. It didn't happen. It wouldn't have made a difference as far as, like, where I, I'm like finishing in the money. But, but um, somewhere along the line there, my team just fell apart. I had one of the worst offensive second half probably in Bush League history. Yeah, all right. Um... And, and I don't I, I don't know about the worst second half. I mean, you would know it better than I would. But um, I I think if you had Degrom longer, that might have made a difference as well. And I know they kept pushing that date out. And when when did he come back? Was it July? I thought it was right after All Star break. Yeah. Um, 
because it, I mean, obviously, he hasn't skipped a beat. I mean, it's got a .74 whip. Um, yeah, that, that that's that's kind of a shame, and and I guess that's the high high risk, high reward thing you're talking about um, with a guy like that. But you know, a couple of the the guys that I thought of, um, I, you know, I, and we've talked about it before. I think you milked everything you you could possibly milk out of Andrew McCutcheon. I, for fifty, <laughs> I mean, fifty cents, he's going to have seventy RBIs. He's going to have he has seventeen homers, eight stolen bases, which is a lot these days. Sixty six, you know, run score, and he hits two forty. Yeah. I don't know what his OPS is, but. Uh, yeah, it's a little over 700. Okay. All right. So it's not high. It's not high, but I mean, you only paid 50 cents for him. Um, so the other question I was going to ask you, it seems like Crone slowed down a little bit in the second half. Is is that accurate? Yeah, he absolutely slowed down. Like to a crawl? <laughs> or it, it sure seems that way. And then you get a little bit banged up. But yeah, he, he, he stopped hitting. He stopped hitting home run. He's still good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, his second half wasn't nearly as good as his first. And then the other guy who um, I I thought it was a really good hitter, he couldn't stay healthy, is that Tyler Stevenson. Um, a bit of a disappointment for you since he is a good hitter? He's a great hitter. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he, he can't stay healthy, right? He, I don't think he's going to make it as a catcher in the major leagues. He's always banged up. They, they're going to have to move him to first base if he's going to get it back. Um, but, yeah, I think he's a really good hitter. Yeah, and did you keep him on your team, or did you drop him? Um, I had him for a while. Eventually, I was able to, to drop him when I realized he was going to – his third uh, trip to the I.L., and he was going to be out for the year. Okay. Uh, yeah, right, okay. That was the – he had a concussion, and he got banged up on another side, too. Um, yeah. yeah, and maybe this is the time, because Votto is pretty much done. Maybe they'll move him to first base and keep a stick in the lineup. Um so the other question I had for you is, uh, I, th- I thought you had a pretty good fab year. What, what are your thoughts? I, I kind of just thought it was average. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess early on I really uh, did well with that. Uh, I don't have to count his first name either, uh, but his last name is Estrada. Yeah. He did really well for me. Um, I, I thought up until about two months ago that I, I could retain him, but I realized I dropped somebody for him, so he's not able to be retained. Um you know, I picked up uh, both Jose Quintana and um, David Peterson, who I can actually um, retain both. Again, they're not great pitchers, but, you know, for a quarter, they could be worth it. And so I picked them up in fab. So, so it was good. It just wasn't great. Um, and I feel like towards the end, anybody I picked up either went immediately on the I.L. or gets <laughs> sent down to the minor. So, yeah. I mean, it's – I think we all – I have a lot of that. I.L.s and M's on my reserves. <laughs> uh, and it, <laughs> how did Fran Mill Reyes play for you? You know, Fran Mill started out really hot. Yeah. And I was kind of excited because I put him in an open fat spot, and I can still retain him, but he's really stopped hitting. I mean, he doesn't even hit for power. He's not like, you know, hitting a home run and striking out uh, eight times. He's just not hitting at all. Yeah. Um, so he didn't – I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's one of those things like the league didn't figure him out for a little bit, and, and, and now they're just back to, you know, finding all the holes in his swing. But oh. I'll just look really hard at spring training next year and figure out whether um, – well, first he's going to make the club and play, whether I'd retain him. Yeah. I, I, I saw him when Christy and I were in Cleveland. That guy's giant. He's massive. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes, he's a big man. Cat. He's a big cat. And he I, he yeah. doesn't look like he plays much defense. So <laughs> yeah. his way in the league is to hit. So we'll see what happens. Uh, all right, yeah. Jamie, what do you got? 
Hey, Bill, um, thanks for coming on, and I'm going to apologize. I know we're cutting into your Sunday night football time, um, so, yeah, I'm going to apologize for that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think so. Um, hey, um, I, I think you analyzed your team um, pretty well, and, you know, uh, pitching, you, you were kind of the opposite of, of Tom and the Bearcats, mm-hmm. where your pitching was really strong. Offensively, mm-hmm. wasn't quite the same, and you are also uh, – different from, from Tom in that you started out um, in, in the month of April when I went to look back at the stats really slow. By mm-hmm. June, you were in, I think, was actually in third place in the money and then kind of fell back to mediocrity. And mm-hmm. uh, how'd that feel in, in terms of trying to manage your team, um, you know, trying to dig yourself out, getting to, you know, top three, and, and, and then kind of having to fall back to, to mediocrity? So, so after the draft, I thought I had a decent team. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was nearly as bad as it started out. You know, a lot of guys just were underperforming. So I, um, I wanted to be patient. I think I was patient because I had a lot of trade offers in end of April, early May. And I'm like, I just need to see what my team looks like. And, and it started to work for me, right? I mean, I had a really slow start, as you said, and, 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 and probably peaked in June or early July, but, um, being patient seemed to work, and then when it was very clear that I just wasn't uh, a very good team, um, I did make another trade with um, with the dudes. So, so I do have Jazz Chisholm right, that I can uh, retain, and, and yeah, I gave up Marte, and, and so of course that hurt me in all five offensive categories. But um, yeah, it was just it was just holding on, seeing if I could make a run, um, and I just didn't. So let's talk about that trade for a second, because that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. You traded uh, Marte, Ben Gamble for Ryan McMahon and Jazz Chisholm. And uh, Marte is, is hurt again, I believe. Yes. Uh, and Chisholm, as you know, um, was is, is out for the year. But I, I got to believe that's the, the centerpiece of that is that you're going to retain him for what? 50, is it 50 cents next year? Uh, I think it's, it might be a dollar. I'm not sure. I think, I think he got retained for 50 cents this year. So it'll be a dollar, but that's, okay. I will retain him for a dollar which I, I got to believe he's an exciting player. Um, here's a little fun fact. I think he still leads the, the Marlins in runs scored this year. I don't know if they have anybody that scored more than 40 or 45 runs this, this entire year, which is how bad the Marlins are. Wow. Yeah, I think um, you summarized my team the best when you gave me the analogy of, of being like the San Francisco Giants. You know, Matt, I don't know how many changes they made from last year to this year, but right, they're, they're dreadful this year. Um, and they were had the best record in baseball last year, at least in the regular season. So, well, um, between between me, you, and Tom, there's a lot of championship banners hanging on the sidelines this year. <laughs> hey, so I gotta say, I know uh, it looks pretty clear now. The question you asked last week for those guys wasn't clear, but it sure looks like the core four uh, streak is going to be over. So this is my final question for you, um, which we forgot to ask Tom: um, Who wins this year? Yeah, I mean, I have another week of data. It looks like the dudes have started to separate. Now, I'm sure there's categories that are close, and so there's still an opportunity for, for Rick or Bob. Um, but I, I think I mean, we're running we're running out of daylight, right? I think we've got, what, maybe 10 more games or 10 more days, so 10 more games. Yeah. Um, he's got a decent lead, but I'm going to still manage because I think there's one category where I might be able to influence. I feel like I've passed Bob in a couple categories that might have hurt him, but I think the dudes and I are – competing in strikeouts. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to influence the race. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Hey, Bill, thanks for coming on. Rod. Do you have anything else for Bill? No, I'm good. Thanks Bill and Tom. We appreciate you taking the time out. Bill, I'll see you in two weeks.
Yeah, keep up the good work, guys. You guys are All fun right. to listen to. Thanks. All right, see ya. Okay. Uh, so we, we did. So right, right there were lessons in, in, in uh, you know, in, it, it's painful because the three of us are just in mediocre positions, and um, not only in this league, but we're all kind of battling it out for third and fourth place in the other league, the rep league as well. So it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, well, there's always next year. <laughs> Wait till next year. <laughs> all right, uh, we did have some activity. Apparently, that this is the that was the last fab um, for the year. Uh, so you you didn't know that, or did, I, did you not recognize that, or I, I I, you not. know, I've got to ask Bill and Tom if they knew this was the last fab period in the last week for moves. Yeah, uh, I didn't recognize it. Um, so we'll go through it. Dudes pick up someone. Oh, he picks up Gratterall again. I feel like I've read this guy's name every other week. Drops <laughs> Steven Matz, picked him up for a buck. Uh, that was the only pickup for the dudes. You pick up Stuart Fairchild. Yeah, he might get some playing time okay. in, in the outfield in Cincinnati. You know, can't have too many Reds and Pirates on your team, can you? There, there's a recipe for, for fourth place or fifth place. Yeah. Uh, I picked up Alex Visea. Uh, for a dollar, drop, drop the cruise mat. Um, I could, this guy could walk in my house. I wouldn't know who he was. Um, the Bulls pick up uh, Luis Sessa. I feel like I've seen his name batted around. Uh, and the Bulls, again, active right up to the last day. And uh, Bearcats. Sets a bu- I think he sets a Bush League record with 44 fab moves nice. <laughs> this year. <laughs> Uh, and the Bearcats outbid me for Chase Anderson, starting pitcher for the uh, Cincinnati Reds. You and me both. You know, I, I can only go a dollar. And, uh, you know, Tom's last hope for uh, for pitching help. I guess throwing a few magic beans out the window and hopes he gets a, uh, you know, magic beanstalk or something. Yeah. I think I, I must have lost on a tiebreak or something because I thought I bid my last $2 on him and then one on Vesia. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway. Uh, You're always losing tiebreakers, aren't you? I don't I, I, I may be wrong. I, I might have just put a dollar in for him. But anyway. Um, How about this? If, if you tie Christie in Scrabble, I think you deserve to, to get the win there because you've lost so many tiebreakers in the Bush League. How about that? Yeah, if it's close, I usually flip the, accidentally flip the board. <laughs> nice. You know, I don't know what happened. All right, yeah, so uh, again, uh, the Bulls uh, active uh, right up until the end. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, looking at the overall standings, yeah, Bill is, a, is one win behind the dudes, and they are tied with strikeouts. So, yeah, he could knock a point and a half out of him. Um, yeah. And that'll bring him down to, what, 80. And I think the other... There's another close spot. I, I just I just saw it. Oh, uh, the Bearcats are they have a 723-3 OPS and the dudes have a 723-5 OPS. So that yeah, I mean over ten days, you know, someone gets hot, someone goes cold. That could be affected. Um, and I think they were the major ones. The, yes, um, you're right. The, the Lakers. Uh, oh, uh, the Lakers are three. Stolen bases behind the dudes. Um, that uh, three stolen bases ten days a lot, but it's not crazy. Um, 
And then the Lakers are still, I'm looking at saves. They are now two behind me, which would, if he got three saves somehow this week, which all of them, all of his relievers stopped pitching, closing games. But if he can figure out three saves, that's two points. Um, I don't know if it's enough to get him where he needs to be, but it, it's going to be really close. Um, if, if Bill and Tom pass the dudes and, um, yeah, and, and at any level. So, we'll so we're going to have to ask the Lakers, should they finish um, second um, again, what, what he needs to do to kind of push himself over the top? Does, you know, does he feel like he needs to manage you know, in season a little bit better, just a little bit more luck? Because, yeah, I mean, right now, as I guess, this is as of Saturday, Saturday night, not today's standings. He was six and a half points behind. Seward Hawks, seven and a half points behind. But as you were talking about, it's a little bit tenuous. Um, for, for the dudes, they're not celebrating yet, but, um, you know, good for the big three for, uh, for, for, uh, for being up there. 70 points. That's, that's, that's quite a lot. You know, you, you think that if you get, um, 80% of, of the points, you should be able to, to win the league Some, somewhere between 75 and 80% of the points of the league, you should be able to win. Uh, yeah, you would, you would think that. Yeah. And I, I think Rick, when we have money, he's going to, go right to Soto, who really didn't do anything for him. Um, and looking at the standings now, he's two back of Mia Homers, three back of, of the Sewer Hawks in home runs. And you you think Soto would hit more than three in two months. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, crazy, right? Yeah, it's just he crazy. He off-traded. Yeah. So Bill was probably lucky he didn't get Soto. <laughs> or, or Contreras, because Contreras yeah. was on the IL for the last month. Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, sorry. So uh, I talked a little bit about the, uh, the overall standings, the, the weekly standings. Um, I think the bulls had a huge week this week. They did. Yeah. Seven points, uh, 40, 40 hitting points. Ducks had a big week. Uh, dudes had a rough week at the plate, but you know, he still managed 60 overall points. Sewerhawks at 59 and, and Lakers at 59. And that may be the difference they need to, um, you know, score higher than the dudes uh you had a decent week 37 and a half pitching points yeah uh, yeah it's yeah it's 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 so back and forth it's 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 really tough yeah bassett pitched pretty well gap my boy zach allen pitched well okay and then um not much going on the on the bottom half the rebs uh 13 uh, uh pit our offensive points this week um you know if, if i looked at the uh the standings for the, or I'm sorry, the, the, the weekly stats. Um, the Rebs had two guys with, or three guys with zero at bats. Um, he did get two, <laughs> he did get two wins from Kershaw. Kershaw looks like he's kind of gearing up for the playoffs. Uh, 12 innings, 17 Ks. They were the, they were the bright spots in that situation. The number one player last week. Oh yeah. In the Bush League. Yeah. Number one player. Uh, as far as myself, um, I, I, Nico Horner, I, I thought he was going to play, and then he, he – I hate the Monday moves, man. We need, we need that midweek thing here. Um, so, so what you need to do is petition CBS Sports Now, because remember I reached out to, to CBS um, earlier this year and said, hey, you know, can you program in now for the 23 season to have um, 
twice a week, uh, I guess a semi-weekly moose, and I don't think they're there. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Mike Yastrzemski who woke up and I emailed him. It's like, dude, it's September. Where the hell were you in April? Yastrzemski yeah. had homers this week. Um, and then on the uh, on the pitching side, Edward Cabrera didn't pitch well, but he got the win and and he hurt his ankle. And I I don't know how oh, he boy. His, yeah with an ankle strain. Um, and I, I think I might do what uh, I got Freddie Peralta. He'll pitch this week because they're in the race. Um, I I I got a shot at keeping Tom at bay here. Um, and then uh, the Bulls. Yeah, we talked about him. He had a really, really good week on both sides. Got four homers from Colton Wong. Yeah, uh, three three of which came in one game. Yeah, and Jack Sawinski has three hits for the week. Two of them are dongs. So there you go, Jack. <laughs> Welcome back. And uh, on the pitching side, gets two wins from Hugh Darvish. I watched a little bit of his out, one of his outings. When he's on, he, he must be a tough pitcher to hit. I, you know, yeah. he, 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 he herky jerky motion. He has what? He, I don't know. I'm exaggerating. He has like seven pitches. I think, yeah, I was going to say like 15 pitches that he throws. <laughs> yeah, and all of them are four seam, two seam, all the same stuff. <laughs> uh, moving on to the Ducks, Pete Alonzo had four hits and three. Um, that, that's a nice little, little uh, pr- productivity for the week. Ronald Acuna had a big day today, and then um, not much the rest of the week. A uh, little disappointing probably with Josh Bell. He, he has not performed since he's been to San Diego. Um, Hunter Renfro came back with with two homers. And guess who won twice this week? Uh, Tyler Anderson? No, we're not there yet. Sandy Alcantara. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wrong team. Yeah, wrong team. Uh, Sandy had uh, 18 Ks in 17 innings and was 2-0. and with one complete game. 17 innings oh my gosh this yeah. guy's just amazing it, you, you know his arm's going to be dragging hey by the way did you see that don madeline won't be back i did um, next year with the marlins yeah i did see yeah. that and uh unfortunately for case i guess it doesn't matter uh and it's bad for the braves but spencer strider's out for the year um out for the regular season right but he could be back for the playoffs yeah he correct? could be but that's tough coming back from an oblique I mean, I mean, those things, they get re-injured all the time. And then I just picked Bill just because I, I, I know you guys are Thai, right? Are you guys Thai? Uh, we used to be. I don't know if we're still hard um, as of uh, today. Today, I thought you guys – oh, uh, no, I, I apologize. The Sewer Hawks and the, and the Lakers are Thai. Oh, yeah, you, Bill's, Bill's in seventh. Um, so – with uh, with Bill, we talked a little bit about his team. Uh, he got two homers from VR and 10, 10 RBIs from VR and Estrada. So that's pretty good for a middle infield. And McCutcheon gives him four ribs for the week. Um, this guy, Jameson, who he picked up last week, I think, gets a win for him. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And nice. then uh, Jose Quintana con- continues to pitch well for the Cardinals, doesn't he? Yeah, he's actually started to – he's pitched better uh, as of late um, than Jordan Montgomery, who's got hit around his last couple of starts. He got hit around with the Do- against the Dodgers, um, I think it was last night. Okay. So, I don't know. It was past my bedtime. This is weird, too, and tell me if I'm reading this right. DeGrom pitched nine, oh, nine innings over two starts. He pitched nine innings over two starts, had 18 Ks and an 8 ERA. What the hell's going on with him? Well, he gave up 10 hits. What? He gave up 10 hits. 
He had two starts, pitched nine innings, had 18 strikeouts, but he had an eight ERA. So, you know, when I ran this, I didn't include Sunday's stats because I did it a little bit earlier. So, so I guess he must have pitched today. Is well, this correct? is this is the last seven, so maybe he maybe that is included. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but so he, we're giving we're giving out old information, possibly. Well, no, it, it's from last week. I mean, today's Sunday. Uh, oh yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, today's Sunday. I forgot what day it was. What the hell? <laughs> See, you got to stop volunteering. You got to stop being the nice guy yeah. and volunteering for things that work. You should have learned that being in the military. Well, the military, you don't volunteer; you get voluntold. <laughs> hey, do you want me to run through real quick? Yeah. Uh, in, in terms of team, hey, my boy Zach Gallon, thirteen strikeouts in his last start, eight inning start, didn't get the win, um, but pitched really well. And you know, good for the Cardinals because Jack Flaherty pitched well, uh, got the win this past week with nine strikeouts. And if if they're going to even get to the second round, they're going to need uh, something out of him. Um, offensively, uh, I had a five seventy six. Uh, OPS. So that's all you really need to know um, on on my offensive uh, offensive team side. Um, for Tom, and I forgot to ask him about this player, Lars Newbar. He stuck with him for for a yeah. good portion, and you know was rewarded. Um, Newbar had a had nice week, two homers, four RBIs. Was Tom and uh, what's that? It sounded like someone just chimed in. Yeah, it might have been Tom laughing. <laughs> and Blake Snell, 13 strikeouts against the Cardinals and, and a win. Uh, of shutout. I think he pitched seven innings of shutout ball. He's just so so maddening um, because he's up and down all the time, but kind of like the same thing um, for the Cardinals with Flaherty. Um, I, I think that the Padres, from a pitching standpoint, go as far as Blake Snell can, uh, can carry them because we know that Darvish, Darvish will be their number one starter, but Blake Snell's kind of a wild card in, in that playoff picture, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Okay. All right, who else do we have here? Let's go to, uh, we'll, real quickly, we'll wrap up, uh, let's see, the Lakers. Uh, Brian Dela Cruz, remember him with the, uh, with the Marlins? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two homers and yeah. six RBIs. Yeah, he came back from nowhere. He's the next Juan Soto, I think. <laughs> okay. He's the guy. I think Dela Cruz runs like a four-two-forty, but he can't hit. <laughs> and, and I think you were talking about the Lakers pitching. No wins, no saves, no nothing yeah. in terms of pitching this week. Which, which you know, not what you need in the last, uh, the waning weeks of, of a bush league season. Sewer Hawks, um, the man, which we'll talk about later. The machine, Albert Pujols, with two home runs. We'll talk about that. Um, Sewer Hawks pitching continues to pitch really well. Um, his two Brewers, um, Brandon Woodruff and um, Corbin Burns, 23 combined strikeouts, two wins. Um, I, I think if the Brewers um, are going to make, um, are going to win the uh, the last wild card spot, it's going to be on, on their shoulders. And then jumping to finally the dudes. Offensively, not much going on, but Scherzer, Logan Webb, uh, Ranger Suarez pitch, all pitched really well, and uh, he had a uh, six-win six-win um, week. And um, I, I still say I think he's going to win this thing, as I said last week. Um, you think he's in line for this win, win this season? 
Who? Uh, the dudes. Yeah, I think he is now. I think 10 days is a lot to ask the Hawks or the Lakers to, right. to make up the difference. And, and there's not enough of other teams involved. Yeah, so I I, 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 think, I think you're right. I think he's going to win this thing now. Of course, I might have just jinxed him. <laughs> well, I think if the schedule plays out, if they can all make it, we might have the three of them on that uh, podcast on uh, October 10th. So that, that will be good. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, that would be Columbus Day, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, it- so is, is, that rounds out the uh, that rounds out the top half. Um, so uh, it, it, you we talked about this. We just talked about it a couple minutes ago, and you and you brought it up uh, before we started. But tomorrow looks like the last roster move for the year. Yeah. So I was looking um, midweek last week and seeing how my pitchers were going to kind of play out. And I noticed that they only had a period 26, which is uh, the one that's going to start tomorrow, and it included 10 days. So they're rolling that last week, um, the last three games, they're rolling it into um, tomorrow's uh, period 26. So I don't know how many people know that, which means that we've already had the last fab, and tomorrow is the last roster moves if I'm reading it right, or if I'm looking at the, uh, the website right. Yes, uh, you are reading that right. Yes. Okay. And, and so let me, let me ask you something. Who do you expect to get a text from and at what time saying that, hey, we don't have another roster week? Uh, I, well, I'm not going to say who. I'm going to set the over-under at two and a half. Are you taking the over <laughs> or the under? Um, I'm taking a two and a half. I'm going to say I'm going to take the over. You're going to take the over. Okay. Between, um, between, okay. Between the two of us, somebody getting the text, if it's the group text or, you know, an email to you yeah, separately or yeah, to me separately. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it's going to be over two and a half. All right. Over two and a half. Um, yeah. and I suspect we're going to see it Saturday about 10 PM. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be asleep by then. Saturday. No, I won't. I'll yeah. be in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, you know what? As soon as you get the text, call them up at 10 <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what we need is, is a drunk phone call. That's great. And do tape a call. See what happens. There we go. Um, yeah, so what, just be aware that yeah, we're, we're almost positive that, yes, last night was the last uh, fab, and tomorrow morning before the first game or whatever is the last time you make a roster move. Surprise! Yeah, uh, real quick uh, text talk. I forgot to ask him about this. Um, what he thought the probability was, and Bill came back and said he he was uh, educated guess point zero one four that um, there would be a three way tie. Remember, I asked, hey, would there could there be yeah. a three way tie? Um, yeah, no problem. I I think the probability's a couple more zeros in there now. Um, <laughs> I, I don't I don't think it's any close. Uh, with uh, baseball news, uh, Pulhos did it. 700 hits two off off the Dodgers pitching. Did you see it live? Uh, I didn't. I saw the replay, and I saw Dave Roberts almost jump out of his seat when he, when mm. he hit it. Did you see that? 
I, I, well, first of all, I didn't see it live. The game was on um, Apple TV. Yeah, uh, okay. I saw his first at bat where he struck out, and then the next morning I'm just flipping through stats, and I'm like, oh, I saw the Cardinals score 11 nothing. How do they score 11 runs? Two home runs by Pujols. Wait a second. That puts him at 700. Yeah. And then, you know, had to watch all the videos. Um, but, you know, good for him because I, I, I want to say that somewhere, like in middle of June, he only had four home runs. I, I, yeah, I think he's hit 12 since we – he's hit 15 since we said he couldn't do it. Right? I'm almost positive he has. The Sewer Hawks have him, right? Yeah, uh, now he does. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, I want to say earlier in the year, the Bearcats had picked him up. Yeah. I'm, in Fab. Yeah, I'm looking now. I'm going to look at his – yeah, so the Sewer Hawks have him. I think a couple teams might have. Last last month, last twenty eight days, Pulhos has hit seven homers. Yeah. So that's uh, August. Well, well, what what a nice what a nice run though. What what a way to end your your career. I mean, obviously it'll extend into the postseason for you know whatever run the Cardinals may have. But um, nice way to go out, huh? Yeah, and I think I'm going to put my man Juan Yepes in because now now there's no pressure for Pulhos now. Yeah. There's no way he's hitting 14 more past Ruth. <laughs> yeah. Doubtful, but who knows? <laughs> hey, let, let me ask you real quick. You know, yeah. the, Aaron Judge has – is he at 60 now or 61? I think he's sitting at 60. 60. You know, yeah. they, the press keeps saying, can he pass Barris? Is that a slight on Bonds and McGuire and Sosa, or are they just saying – He's going to pass Maris. Um, I, I, I think the, I think they're trying to quantify it by American League versus National League, setting the American League record for most home runs. All right, fair enough. Okay. In the season. Yeah. All right. That that that's fair. All right. All right. Uh, we got the playoffs coming up. We, 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 and oh, well, let me add to that because um, Yankees are, are are sitting at 151 games, so. Um, he could do it, um, so he's yeah. already tied Ruth, right? Because Ruth did it in 154 games. So wasn't that the big controversy when yeah. Maris hit his uh, 61st home run? It yeah. was on the, under a 162 game schedule. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got the playoffs coming up. Uh, w- w- what are your thoughts here? So uh, here's my question to you: is is that um, once the seedings are set, they're set for the rest of of the playoffs. Right. And uh, I'm wondering, do you like that that setup? Um, would you prefer that it's reseeded after the first round and each subsequent round? So obviously, what that does is benefit the teams that um, have the best record. Or would you prefer a, a wacky um, proposal that the, I guess the players and the owners talked about is teams picking their opponents? So the higher seed would pick your opponent. In the playoffs, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the reseeding thing. Okay. Um, it, it, right now, the National League is, is where what what, Dodgers and Mets. So, in, in the, the opening line. round, in the opening round, uh, the three six game would be the Cardinals against the Phillies. Yep. The Braves would be the four seed, and they would play the Padres. So 
The winner of the Braves Padres would play the Mets. The winner of the Cards Phils play the Dodgers. No, backwards. Backwards. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The winner of the Braves series would play. Uh, yeah, would play the Dodgers, number one seed. All right. So the Dodgers are either going to play the Padres or the Braves. Yeah. And the Mets would As it get stands the, right now. Yeah, the Mets would get the Cards or the Phils. Yeah. I don't think it matters. I think the Dodgers and Mets are better than all four of those teams. You think they're better than the Braves? Uh, with, uh, yeah, I think the Mets, it, it, again, if if they have those, I don't know where Scherzer is on that. Uh, is he pitching? Yeah, he is pitching. And I, I think I think that's a tough ask to beat Scherzer to Grom back-to-back nights. Uh, you know what? I, w- I wish I would have asked about this, but I, I, I really like the Braves' chances until recently. I mean, this past week, um, Ozzy Elby's um, re-injured or yeah. got injured again, yeah. and yeah. I think he's he's done, including the playoffs. And as you had mentioned already, Strider getting hurt, um, which hurts their chances. Um, so yeah, I, I think prior to that, though, um, you know, the Braves were a, a really nice team, and they still have a chance. To win the uh, NL East. Yeah, I get. Yeah, you know what? You're right. They 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 do have a chance to win it, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I still think. I still think the. I still think the Dodgers and the Mets are the two best teams. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, you, you you had me thinking on. I guess it was like three or four podcasts ago. You had mentioned the Dodgers lineup. And when you think about it, I'm like, wow, there are a lot of holes in that Dodgers lineup. I don't, I mean, obviously they have really good pitching, they have really good depth, but I don't know. You just look at some of the years that the players, um, you know, led by um, Cody Bellinger, right? Yeah. Max Muncie, yeah. Justin Turner, uh, who am I thinking of? Chris uh, Taylor. Yep. Uh, it, it's it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah. And Turner kind of picked it up in the second half. I mean, he has 81 RBIs, and I think he had 30 in probably yeah. June. Um, so he's figured out a stroke a little bit. Uh, but, again, I, I'd rather face the Dodgers than I would face the Mets. If Scherzer okay. and DeGrom are on point, which they could be, they're going to work out their kinks in the next 10 days. I mean, again, that's a tough ask to beat. You're going to have to beat one of them twice. Well, the uh, the next week, you know, will obviously help to, to clear this up. And the, the National League playoffs are going to be so much more interesting than the American League because I think it's a clear path, right? It should be Yankees, Astros. Although, although having said that, the Guardians have played really, really well this week. Yeah, and they and they, they clinched today. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that, and they have a they have a young pitcher that's that's pretty solid. Um, I don't think they have enough pitching to beat Houston, and I I'm, I I think the Yankees are kind of fraudish. I, I don't really. Know. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. Um, I I don't think the Rays have enough offense to to beat anyone in a seven game series. The Blue Jays have the offense. I don't know if they have the pitching, and I can tell you two guys on the Mariners, so I'm not sure. Well, each year doesn't count, so you're, you're down to one. <laughs> He's not still on the team, is he? No. <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, Julio Rodriguez. Is that the guy that won the whatever? the? Yes. Yeah, yeah okay. he's going to win the Rookie of the Year this year in the yeah. American League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, so I, I think the Astros have both. I think they have the pitching and the hitting. And, um, and they, they replaced uh, Carlos Correa without missing a beat. Um, you were on you were on that bandwagon pretty quickly. I think yeah. as as early as April. Yeah, they're beating that drum. Yeah, they're they're a good they're a good. And it would be nice for Dusty Baker to win a World Series. The guy's been a really really good manager for a long time. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm not I'm not going down there that okay. that path. I, I mean, if they don't win, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, and then you had mentioned here October 5th is the last day of the baseball season, which I think is a Wednesday. Yes, it is. It's Wednesday, and all games start at 4 p.m. Yeah, still wait for the season then, right? Yeah. All, all the games at one time. So, And that's the last of the six-game series the Cardinals have with the Pirates. Um, I think the Cardinals and, and like that, um, I think the Dodgers play somebody six times in a row. There's there's two other uh, – there's another team that, 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 that play uh, six in a row because of the quirk in the schedule. Okay. Um, yeah. And then uh, – uh, Kyle Wright wins his 20th game yesterday, right? He beat the Phillies. Yeah, that yeah. was impressive by you because you had mentioned you had, you were talking about Kyle Wright way back in, it was probably April. And, uh, you know, I really didn't know much about him. And um, good for you for calling that. It's, you know, bad that you don't have him on your team, but, you know, good for you for, for, for calling it. So Kyle Wright has 20 wins. He might get another one, right? He might squeeze out another win. So let's let's just say he keeps it at twenty wins. Julio Rice was twenty and three last year, finished seventh in the Cy Young. Where do you think Kyle Wright finishes? Um, fourth, fifth. I mean, I think he finishes behind Sandy Alcantara. Uh, I think he finishes behind um, Zach Allen. Um, and I know I'm probably missing somebody else. I, I think Gonsolin would have been ahead of him as well had he not gotten hurt at the beginning of September. Okay, I'm looking at the ERAs, and Urias leads the league in ERA. I don't know if that's a, if anyone cares anymore. Uh, war for pitchers, Alcantara has a 7.4, and a Max Freed has 6.1, um, and Wright is not on here. And then... Um, Strikeouts. Where's strikeout? Strike. Uh, of course, Burns leads the league. Rodon is second, um, and Wright is tenth with 171. Yeah, he okay. might finish lower than fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, 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 I know we'll talk about this uh, as we as we get late in October, but um, start thinking about. Uh, postseason awards. Okay. Predictions. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's all the baseball news we really had this week. Uh, next week will be big, uh, both with the Bush League and the baseball news, because things should be wrapped up. You think, ah, next Sunday, I don't know, maybe the Phils and Brewers are going to go right down to the end. Um, so, so wait a second. Let, let, let's talk about that for a second. Um, when is our next podcast scheduled? Uh, Columbus Day. No. No, 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 no we're, no. we're, we're having one on the Tuesday, 4th, right? Tuesday night With on Casey? the 4th. Yep, Tuesday night on the 4th. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Another, another night podcast. Oh, boy. Yeah, right. After a long whatever you call it that you're going down there. Slogging through another <laughs> tough work day. <laughs> Slogging through New Orleans. <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> if you get arrested, just say I, I need to make one call, but it can't be the Tuesday night. <laughs> well, well said. I'll yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, moving on, I do not have a twib note this week, and I'm, uh, I'm, uh, it's a call to action. What? It's a call to action here. Like I'm running out of ideas. Like I, but you can't be running out of beer. I know, but I'm running out of ideas to which to, in which to try. Um, so I need some feedback, and and throw me some throw me some ideas. I you know, and guys had done that at the draft, and they brought me one, and um, but now I need some ideas. It could be a genre. Is a, wait, is this a shovel attempt for you just reaching out for free beer? No, 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 I'm not asking you to give me a beer. I'm just give me some names and I'll go get it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it could be a specific beer or it could be a, I don't know, genre, a type of beer it is, right? A style? Style. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Um, and and uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Does that include me? Because I, yeah. I, I thought I've uh, used my, my limit with you because, yeah, I mean, you extend yourself into pumpkin beer, and I was very proud of that, that you actually tried it. Well, no. Remember, I, told, I texted you, you're, you're my new social life coach. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, I may have one or two this week, so okay. I'll, I'll see what I can do there. Send me a text. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then I'll, I'll, I'll go out and get those. Anybody else listening, shoot me a text. I'll go out and get them. All right. All right. All right. Sounds good. Uh, no podcast corrections or follow up with. All right. So I'm going to have, um, early birthday wishes to the Bearcats, um, which is the reason why we'll be down in new Orleans starting this Thursday and, uh, why I might, my last phone call might be to, to this podcast next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, right. I like that idea. So, uh, yeah. he's 60. Yeah. Are you 60? Yeah. Oh, you are. Okay. But I don't, I don't look a day over 59. Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't seen you since March, so I don't know that. Well, consider yourself lucky then. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, How about you? What are you walking off with, Chief? I'm walking off with people using the horns in their vehicle inappropriately. They're not using it uh, for the reason that it is there. Right? Well, the reason for the horn is to warn someone, hey, I'm here. Right? Hey, don't pull out yet. I'm, I'm driving in this lane. That's the reason for the horn. People use it out of frustration, not warning. Such as? Give me an example. Uh, somebody was in front of me, uh, two cars ahead. The guy cut him. It was in a parking lot. We're, we're driving like between five and ten miles an hour. He got in the wrong lane and just moved over. He signaled. It was fine. But the guy in front of me is laying on his horn over and over and over. And I'm thinking, dude, that there is to warn people. It's not for you to express frustration. Relax. Yeah, the, the elongated blowing of the horn is, 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 is more obnoxious than what, what people are doing traffic-wise. It's just ridiculous. And in Hawaii, you're, you're told that's, that's just rude behavior. People don't really blow their horn there. I mean, that's, that's mainland yeah, mainland behavior. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, brother! It 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 really just made me laugh when the guy was doing it. I'm like, wait, what are you doing? Like, he, can you profile these people that do that? Did you have a profile on oh, them? I don't know. Uh, right. I can tell you they're probably a little self-centered. That's just my guess. Oh, nice. Right, because okay. everything's about them. 
Um, I like that. Maybe a short trigger it when things don't go their way. Right? Okay. All right. Um, probably. I'm liking this. Probably are people that are uh, 25 to 35 white males that live with their mother. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, profile, wait a minute. That's a serial I, I would have killer. said an older mind. white male, but, but okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I mixed profiles on that one. Yeah. Okay. But I think All I'm right, right maybe, about Maybe the... you could be a military profiler or a horn blowing <laughs> profiler. I don't know. I it, it's getting late. Look I, at us. Jeez, I think I'm right about ridiculous. the first one. I think they're probably a little self centered and have a short trigger when things don't go their way. That, <laughs> I think you could make an argument for that, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Well, listen. Do your final. Do your final roster moves of the 2022 it. season. Yeah. And um, we'll, we'll be back on what next Tuesday night. Next Tuesday night. With uh, with with the Ducks, right? And talk mm-hmm. about uh, what they're going to do with that forty-five dollars remaining in in uh, Fab that they have. Carry it over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to give them a talk about that uh, right. next week. All right. Have fun on your uh, little trip. Thanks, Chief. We'll talk to you. Bye.